This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. <laughs> you would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Well, it's now time for another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. It's going to be an all-player edition as Sheldon Noisy is going to join us coming up here along with the shortstop, Elvis Andrus, Cole Irvin, the left-hander, and Seth Brown. All four players right here on A's Unfiltered. And we'll start with the A's. We can call them a third baseman, second baseman, first baseman. The one thing we do know that Sheldon can do is hit. Sheldon Noisy is going to join us right here. How are you doing? You. I'm doing wonderful. Welcome to A's Cast Live. We've had you on before, but I think it was by phone back in the day. So I think this is your first time on our actual set here next to the so. dugout. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? I've been I've been waiting for this interview. By the way, nice start, no question. I think the one thing that you've always shown and you've always believed in, you can hit, and you're showing that this year. How how nice has that start been for you? I think it's good for anyone to get off to a nice start. It definitely builds the confidence early in the season and allows you to kind of feed off of that and build on some other things. Uh, but it's definitely been nice to get to a fresh start here. You know, I was told by somebody in the front office a while ago that the last time you were here and you got sit, sent down, you were miffed. You were really miffed. And I remember going, yeah, I, when you believe you've done everything you can do down there, of course you're going to be miffed, right? That's, that's your, your career. You have every right. How much of this nice start makes you feel, after what happened last time, makes you think, yeah, you know what, I knew it? Yeah, I mean, I think I always knew that I could do it. Uh, just kind of waiting for the opportunity to realize that back then I was a little younger, a little different, trying to do things maybe when I did get called up that I, I couldn't do as a baseball player. And understanding that a little bit more as I get older and the years go on. But uh, I think I just finding myself and being able to stay in that groove the whole year is going to be the biggest key. Getting off to that start definitely helps. So far with this group, you've had 36 different guys play. You've had a lot of young guys play. I know a lot of people always like to talk about how this is a run, a young roster, and I always go, well, before the whole COVID thing happened, it wasn't a young roster. I mean, other than Kevin Smith and, and Pache, everybody is 27 and older with some guys in their 30s, even higher right. 30s. Just a lot of different guys when you have 36 guys so far. What's that been like? I think it's been awesome. I mean, you get to see a bunch of guys get in there and get some first opportunities, some guys some some other opportunities, and everybody's taking advantage of it. Uh, the pitching staff, the offense, defense, everything. I mean, we're for the most part, I think we're playing good baseball other than a couple spots here and there that have kind of led to a few losses. But all in all, I mean, we're competing with everybody that we have, like you said. Well, let's be honest. Even though the record says 10-9, and, and most people would say, well, it's just a game over 500. 
you know, in the post-game show, I've been saying, the hell with that. Are you kidding me? No one projected. No one believed, which I've always said, it doesn't matter what guys like I think or what guys in the media think. The only thing that matters is you guys. I think if you look at the numbers, you look at the start of the season, that brutal road trip, and where you guys are right now, I think you got to say it's a hell of a start. Yeah, I mean, we're just a couple big hits and, you know, a couple plays defensively, you know, that we could easily have 13, 14 wins. And uh, we're putting ourselves in the positions offensively to get those runs, and our, our pitching staff's doing phenomenal keeping guys from scoring. So we just got to be able to execute a little bit better, and that's what we've been focused on. But moving forward, if we execute, I think we're going to surprise even more people. You know, I, I know it's a situation with professional athletes. You guys have a ton of pride, and if some things happen that don't go your way right away, you try not to get in your head. And I talked to Mark Kotze earlier today here on the Mark Kotze Show. We're going to play that coming for you at 5 o'clock. We talked about you and a couple errors. You don't want to get too much in your head. Stuff happens, right? And he's not worried about it. Has he talked to you? Eric Martin's talked to you. What, what, how are you guys going about yeah, I've it? I've had a couple of players and a couple of staff members reach out just, you know, you got to relax and play the game, and I think part of it's getting in there and maybe trying to do a little too much defensively, you know, and speeding the game up when I don't have to speed the game up and uh, just kind of getting comfortable again, playing every day, getting in there and not rushing things. Um, and let's be honest, sometimes you get tough hops, you get tough plays. Yeah, a lot of it, you know, putting myself in some bad positions, I think that's part of it, just getting some more reads, um, which we're getting there. I'm, it's frustrating, you know, because obviously I want to I want to go out there and, play to the best of my ability which I don't think I have defensively but you can only get better so glad we're getting it all out now and hopefully the rest of the year is way smoother which I anticipate it will be one thing I love about your approach and we've been talking about this as it it basically went like this you look at what Sheldon's doing and that's hit number eight to the right side hit number nine hit number 10 hit number 11 we've been tracking it because we have been so tired up here of watching everybody hit into the shift and I, I have no idea why anybody would shift you. I, I just – they're not listening to this. So we have to, but I'm like, shifting against you is just dumb. Uh, I appreciate the approach going the other way, how they pitch you, taking it, driving in runs going the other way, beating the shift. How much do you pride yourself in that? Yeah, I mean, just being able to drive the ball the other way. you got a full field for a reason. You know, it plays just as even as it does the righties, as it does the lefties. Nobody said you have to pull the ball or you have no. to hit the ball here. So <laughs> the object of the game is to get runs across the board. My job in the box is find a way on base, driving the baseball wherever it is, left, right, whatever. I'm just aiming for the middle so I have the most room for error. Foul pole to foul pole, baby. I saw this the other day on MLB Network, and they put up this graphic of exit velocity for hitters. And I'm going, some of these guys are hitting 230. So that's great when they hit it. They hit it really hard, but they're hitting 230. Batting average. Everyone wants to get rid of batting average, hate batting average. You hit for batting average. I know it means something to you. It means something to us. We're trying to say, hey, as we're seeing the game regress, guys like you, we just talked to Stephen Kwan. I mean, there is a place for guys to put the ball in play. How much have you noticed, you know, how valuable it is to be a guy on that offense is more than just a strikeout, walk, home run guy. Well, I mean, those guys that are hitting home runs, solo home runs, very seldom do you see those win games. I know we just had one with Pinder, but how often does that happen? I mean, you you got you to gotta have guys on base when you hit the big fly. And so if you don't have the table setter, guys that, that are getting on base consistently, then it's going to be harder to win games. And uh, 
I mean, my job as a hitter is to hit. I'm hitting wherever it is, whatever it may be. If it's single, double, if it goes over the fence, it goes over the fence. I just want to hit, hit the ball hard, and whatever happens, happens. Well, you mentioned it. Yeah, you never see it. If you think of how long the A's have been in business, going back to Philadelphia, Kansas City here, well over 100 years, we what you guys did in San Francisco has never happened in A's history. Right. Lead-off batter, hits a home run, and that's it for the rest of the game. And we, we got that note. It's like, even though it doesn't feel like history was just made, history was just made. That's pretty cool. It's unbelievable. You know, didn't note it, didn't notice it or know of it till after the game, but sitting around thinking about it, so, you know, we were we were a part of that. That was kind of crazy if you think about it all in all. Yeah, especially with a team that had Ricky Henderson that hit the most career leadoff home runs, and it's never happened before. Let's get into your guys' pitching because it's definitely exceeded what a lot of people have thought. How have you felt about the starters, and then we'll get to the bullpen? The starters have been great. I mean, they're consistent. You know what you're getting out of them. They're keeping up a good pace. They're filling up the zone. And then guys coming out of the pen are doing the same thing. I mean, you know, one guy has a bad outing. The next guy's picking them up and vice versa. I mean, I've been I've been shocked. It's fun to watch these guys pitch, and it's fun to play behind them. And then the bullpen has been one of the better bullpens. If you would have said at the start of the season, most people have said, you know, what are you drinking, right? They, where we are today, this bullpen's been one of the best bullpens in baseball. Yes, yeah, so we're just playing baseball, man. You're just making the most of your opportunities, you know. There's probably a lot more people here than other organizations that have been doubted, and they're coming up here and they're proving themselves right now. Let's end on this because I know you got to get your work in. You just mentioned, basically, you got a bunch of hungry guys out here. In this clubhouse, you got a lot of guys who are getting an opportunity that maybe they wouldn't get in other organizations. Just talk about the hunger and the drive that you see in the clubhouse with your teammates. I mean, I think we're showing it on the field. I mean, like you said, we're probably a, a younger team, if you will. And I mean, we're coming out and we're competing. We're running the bases. We're diving for balls. We're laying out. We're trying to get bunts. We're hitting and running. You know, we're shutting people down on defense. We're getting the big double plays when we need to on yeah. defense. We got a center fielder that covers everything from line to line. I mean, the guys are just playing, and we're playing hard, and it's going to be all year. Well, keep doing it. I know it's been nice to have a couple days off and now another homestand. Good luck, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. And now joining us is the shortstop. You think about the career that Elvis Andrus has had, a two-time All-Star. Here is your shortstop for the Oakland Athletics. We do have Elvis on the line. Elvis, how are you? Chris Townsend with the Oakland A's. How you doing, brother? Good, good, good to be here. Yeah, no, it's great to talk to you. We we were briefly at spring training. We weren't able to hook up, but uh, it's great to finally have you on again. And, and I got to thank for yourself in year two with the athletics. Just talk about the difference. Last year, you got off to a slow start. This year, you've gotten out to a hot start. Just how much better from year to year has this start been for you? Uh, it's been big, man. I think that last year, you know, I was still dealing with a lot of, a lot of uh, off-field, uh, you know, injuries in my back and all that. But you know, and just being in a different place than you know than Texas, I think it, you know it took me a little bit to actually get comfortable and, and get used to. But you know, this year is different. You know, uh, I know how it is, and you know, I was it was really it was really easier for me to just you know come and prepare myself and be ready to play you know one thing that uh a lot of change people were wondering how is this team going to score runs 
Elvis, you're second in baseball in runs scored, 32 runs in just five games. Just talk about what you've seen so far from this offense. Uh, you know, I, I'm expecting that and, and more for sure. Uh, you know, I know the, you know, the, the analytic and all those baseball people, uh, you know, they're not sending no love to Oakland, but we know as a team, we know we still have a great group here. We have a lot of young guys that are about to, you know, put their name in the map. And, you know, that, that's the way I see it. You know, I have a lot of talks with a lot of guys that, I know they're going to, you know, a lot of people after this year will know them. And, and they're really excited. You know, the whole team is excited. All those guys are getting new opportunities in their career, are, are ready for the challenge. And, 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 you know, I believe that we're going to score, man. We don't, we don't know sometimes how, but we're going to find a way to score and, 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 you know, keeping our game and keeping our approaches. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's one of the things I wanted to get into with you when you talk about being a veteran like yourself in this clubhouse that really is not a bunch of young guys. I mean, you're, you're not a young team. You got a lot of guys who are trying to prove themselves when you got a bunch of the media and the national media. They're not giving you guys a chance whatsoever. So obviously what you're saying is you've had these conversations with these guys. You can't listen to the outside noise. The only thing that matters is the belief inside that clubhouse. So kind of take us in that clubhouse and give us a, a, some examples of how you've talked about these guys about, hey, this group can win. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's, it's, you know, this is not the first time I'm, I'm going into, you know, a rebuilding team, you know. Uh, I did a few times in Texas. And like I said, like you guys are mentioned, uh, you know, everybody's one year away to be somebody in the game, you know. So that, that was one of the things that I try to, you know, uh, refresh to the guys, uh, you know, believe in themselves, you know, just, just go out there and keep playing. I mean, there's a lot of guys in this team that have success, you know, whether it's minor league, whether it's a little bit last year. So, you know, for me, I was like, let's just, let's just make that, you know, 162 games instead of a month, instead of a week. And having that mindset, you know, I think that everybody's doing their job on, on – you know, don't don't let anything, you know, from the outside get inside a clubhouse. Uh, stick to our game, stick to our plan, and go day by day. I think that's, you know, for me, that's one of the hardest things when I was younger. And, you know, that's one of the things that I always want to remind the guy, you know, don't don't try to see the big picture. Don't try to, you know, be, you know, go think what what is going to happen in the future. Just go, let's go day by day. Let, let's, let's have fun every single day out there. Uh, let's compete, and, and, you know, we do that. There's a lot of talent in here. They will take care of the rest. You know, some days you wake up, you feel great. Some days you wake up, you don't feel great. Some days you got issues at home. You know, for some players, you got kids. You got all this stuff going on in life. But the number one thing is, and there's just something about it, Elvis, I don't know how you put your finger on it, but it's just that belief. If you believe in yourself – if you have confidence, no matter what the outside stuff's going on, when you step between those lines, you can be successful. What is that life in you? What's it? What's that been like in your career? No matter what's going on, as long as Elvis believes, that's all that matters. Yeah, I think that's something that you know that has been kind of easy to rely on the guys, uh, and that's something that you know I think that's the beauty of baseball. Uh, you know, I've been I've been blessed to. You know, I've been having a lot of ups and a lot of downs in this game, and and, and that is something that I always try to, you know, help all the young guys that you know they have, you know, they're kind of uncertain 
on those teams because uh, they haven't had the opportunity to play in this level. And that is something that I always want to help, you know, where, like you guys said, uh, you never know what's going to happen in this game. Uh, today you're here. You don't know where you're going to be tomorrow. But for me, you know, believing in myself, that's something that will never go down. Uh, I mean, I was a, a true example of that last year. You know, the, the way I started the season for the first month and a half, and the guys saw it, you know, they, they were able to, you know, to see me going about it. And then, you know, sometimes they make jokes, like, hey, how do you, you know, how can you stay so calm, man? Like, you know, having the year that you have. And I was like, you know what, like, that's baseball is going to happen. You know, when you have a long career, you're going to have those months, you're going to have those years, but you have to be able to keep believing in yourself, whether, you know, things are not going the way you want it. And for me, last year wasn't such a huge year because I was able to uh, learn a lot of things about myself. And at the same time, you know, just, just trying to help and, and showing that, you know, even when things are not going your way, you have to keep pushing. You have to keep finding the way to finding, you know, the love and the passion that you have for this game. And, you know, as soon as I did that last year, everything, you know, I started turning, you know, on my way. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen towards the end when I broke my leg. But, you know, I was able to show them that, you know, it's 162 games, and whether you don't have a first good half or, or a first good month, you still, you know, there's a lot of baseball left. There's a lot of a lot of things you can do uh, positive for the team. That play was really amazing from the standpoint of the way you got hurt. We know the pain you must have been in. I don't know. Maybe you were in shock. But the fact that you were still all about scoring the run, just take us back and what was that like? Uh, it was crazy. Man. I don't really like to go back to that moment because it gives oh, me I I that good bumps again. <laughs> but uh, that, that's how I am, man. And the guys that, that play with me or been around me know know how I play the game. I, I only know one way to play, and, and it's – it is, you know, is to win. And uh, the matter if, you know, a, a bone broke, the matter if I don't feel good, like it's all about, you know, do your part to win that game, you know, to make it happen. And, and I mean, for sure, the adrenaline helped me out because, you know, as soon as it broke, that was a huge pain. And I, don't, I have no idea how I actually did like the next five to six steps. Uh, and I'm so blessed that, you know, besides that bone, you know, nothing else, uh, broke or twist you know that's one of the things the doctor was really shocked to but you know that's, that's, that's the way I play man and, and and I know you know everybody you know in the organization have my back and 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 that's you know one of the reasons you know even when you break something you keep going you know that's that's the best example you can give to all the young guys and, and people that are watching the game you know no matter how life is, is you know is doing you, you still have to push it through because you know, that's, you know, that's what we hear. You know, we're here to inspire. We're here to, to, to have fun and, and to push it through and, and, and show people, you know, that sometimes we, even when things are not perfect, you still can, you know, find a way to, to make it happen. Well, yeah, because right now you and D Gordon are the active leaders in baseball and stolen bases. So you got to keep your wheels intact and keep this thing going. I mean, you, 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 you you're at a point in your career where we're looking at the, the very top of stolen bases and you're right there. Yeah, no, that's something that believe me. That's something that uh, I'm very aware. Uh, it's been a few opportunities that I'm trying to steal. And, and unfortunately, 
it's been, you know, a couple of swings and fouls. Because uh, I, yeah, I did have those two bases for sure. But, you know, I mean, I, I mean I've, been, I've been doing this for, for a little bit. And, you know, that's one of the things that I try not to do. You know, don't, don't panic or don't force it. I know I'm going to have plenty of opportunities to steal bases and, and you know, keep getting more bases to, to, my, uh, to my record. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's something that I have passion for. I love being an aggressive base running. And, you know, I just can't wait. Probably today. Today might be the first my first selling base of 2022. Well, how about this? We talked to you when you first came over to the A's, how you changed your workout regimen in the off season last year. And just the way you lift and the way you stretch and the way you go about preparing your body. How has that change in off season workouts, and especially with all the rehab you had to do, how much has that helped you going into this year? Well, it did help me a lot. Because last year, you know, unfortunately, because of my back, I, I wasn't able to lift any weight. I pretty much did just, you know, body weight. And and that was one of the things that, that I knew, you know, going into the season, I didn't like it because I feel I feel great. I feel fast. But, like, I didn't have, like, I didn't feel explosiveness and, and power from my legs. Uh, and I knew that was going to give me, you know, a little toll towards the end. Uh, but this year, you know, this off season, I was able to, go back, you know, to to lifting weights, to, you know, picking those heavy dumbbells to, you know, to get my, you know, grab my bat and, and feel it really light. And, you know, you can see that pretty much this spin training, you know, like my bat speed, you know, is back to where it was. And, and, and I think, you know, I was able to just get a good plan. I uh, still taking care of my bag, but being able to, you know, just get back and feel strong in the play and feel strong, you know, from the ground up and, and you know, I feel really good right now. Uh, and, you know, like I say, it's been a good start. It's only been five, six games. But, you know, I really have, you know, my body and my mind in the right spot. And I just can't wait to keep pushing. You know, when I think about Tony Kemp getting this opportunity to play every day and to prove that he is an everyday player, how much are you helping him out at second base to help him achieve that goal of being an everyday guy? Yeah, I think that, you know, it's not too far away. I mean, for, you know, he, he came to the league and, you know, he wasn't a team that was really good. And it's always tough when you come in, you know, to an organization that he's already set. And, and you know, he's a second base guy. And, I mean, in Houston, they got Altuve. Pretty hard to play before him, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knew, that deep, he knew that deep down he got the qualities, he got the talent to be an everyday player. And, you know, I really – he was one of the guys that, you know, I feel so – so happy because we have a lot of these, you know, long conversation last year about me just reinforcing, you know, dude, you're a really great baseball player. Like you can play every day and you got to believe it. Like as soon as you believe it, you know, things are going to happen. So I feel like last year he made, and I mean, he did all the job, you know, I think as, as teammates, we just here to, you know, say a encouragement word, a wisdom, you know, word, and then they still are the ones doing the whole load. So, you know, I really, you know, really happy for him because what he did last year wasn't easy playing multiple positions and just being, you know, on a base force. And, and, and he knows that. And, you know, this year, especially since training, it was more of like just helping him, you know, to get that mentality of the everyday play instead of just play once in a while. But, 
you know, he's ready for the challenge. He, he's been waiting this opportunity his whole career, and I think he's going to do fantastic. You know, Elvis, it's hard to believe, but I remember when you were a hot shot kid and you were coming up and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, look out, this kid's coming up from the Texas Rangers. He's going to be this star player. You now have that with Pache. Uh, you understand what he's going through as a young player. We're checking out every single at-bat. We're wondering if he's going to be – I mean, he's getting compared to Andrew Jones, for God's sakes, and Andrew Jones, in my opinion, should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, one of the great center fielders that uh, we've ever seen in the history of the game. Have you been able to talk much to him? Because you, you, you know what it's like to come up being, being a uh, top prospect. Yeah, for sure. You know, but Pache is – Especially, like you say, such a unique talent. Uh, you don't see those talents, you know, coming often to the big leagues. So, you know, I, I, yeah, I've been talking to him a lot. I can relate to what he's been, you know, dealing on his career. And, like, you know, he has all the talent, but he needs to just put it together pretty much, which is the hardest thing to do in the big league. Uh, but, I mean, he, he loves the work. He comes to the ballpark every day, wanting to learn, asking a lot of questions. And, when you're young, that's the best you can do, you know, trying to get the most information and the most experience you can get from older guys. And, you know, at the end, he's going to go out there and perform and keep learning about himself. Because uh, I don't think he has no idea how talented he is <laughs> right now and he will be in the future. But, you know, so just an amazing talent. And, you know, I just, as long as I can keep helping and, and you know, uh, do a little, you know, a little bit of my, Talk, peck talk to, to get him to the player that we know he's going to become. Uh, I'm just so excited to see that a ball for sure. Let, let's end on this. You've played for a lot of managers. Uh, I'm sure you have a different opinion on every single one, some good, some bad. Uh, you always like to hope that uh, your new manager is going to have a lot of the great qualities of the past ones that you really like. So far, what have you seen in Mark Kotze? Uh, so far, so good, man. I mean, like I said, it's too early. And, like, you know, we have a great relationship with Mark. Uh, you know, we always play around, uh, saying that I probably play with, like, 80% of the managers in the big league right now. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, I mean, Kotze has all the qualities to be an amazing manager, man. He, he can relate to each guy in the team. Uh, he's done it. He's been through it. So he, he knows that side. He understands. He knows how to get to your to your brain and how to know, you know, how you're feeling in, in those moments. So I think that's huge, especially for the young guys, being able to have a manager that been there and done it. Uh, and I think, you know, the more he managed, you know, the more experience he's going to get. I understand. And, and he's not my first-time manager, so I know that he's going to make mistakes. But, I mean, we're all human beings, and, and we know how much he cares, how much passion he got for this organization. And, and you know, he spreads that every single day. And, and I love, I love people with passion, especially our manager, because I think, you know, they, they're the one that set the tone for the team. And, you know, the way they go uh, every single day, they just make it easy. You know, it's like all that energy get transferred to the team. But, I mean, so far he's been really good. He communicates perfect. Uh, he's trying to, you know, make everybody be part of the team to – to, you know, keep everybody in their toes. So, I mean, so far, like I said, so far, so good. I don't like to talk too much about the manager because, you know, I don't want to say something and then go in the opposite way. But, I mean, so far, man, I mean, the whole the whole team is very happy with him. And, you know, we are wishing nothing but the best for sure. 
Well, I got to tell you, every single day that I fill out my scorebook and I got your name there in shortstop makes me feel good. that you, You're there every single day, Steady Eddie, and we love that. We always really appreciate your time on this program. Be well the rest of this road trip, and we'll see you back for the home opener in Oakland. For sure, man. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. Take care, Elvis. We always love talking to Elvis, and we all love talking to this guy. He's become one of our favorites. It's the big left-hander, Cole Irvin. Did you say Cole Irvin's going to stop by? That's what I heard. I mean, I saw him already today. I don't really need to talk to him again, but I saw him at F-Lot. And yeah. We, we exchanged pleasantries, and it was, uh, there we go. And he, he, now he's here. He's become a fan favorite here on A's Cast Live. He comes on more than anyone. The, fan, the, the fans demand, and the fans get what they want. How are you? There was no demand. Come on. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still earning my keep here. See, the reality with what we do, we can, we can track hits. So we know when people are getting downloaded, you get downloaded, my friend. Well, I don't see it in the follower account. You know, they can, I'm over on Swervin' Irvin 19 on Instagram. Come you, hang out. You, you, I have a good time over there. You didn't say you needed help with that. We can help with that. <laughs> We've been known to help numbers before. Yeah, you know, I've never been good with social media, but I am getting better. I am getting better. I'm starting to edit my own stuff, so that's I'm having fun with it. Now, uh, one key is there's times when you need to stay off of it. Oh, yeah. Later at night, maybe you've had a few. Mm-hmm. Do not hit. Do not. Do not tweet. Do not tweet. Do uh, not tweet. Yeah. Do not tweet at all. I made that mistake a long time ago. Where I thought I was being funny. <laughs> it doesn't always go over so well, especially when you yeah. wake up in the and morning. And if you're really sarcastic, it yeah. doesn't go over well either. No. You know. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely stay off. <laughs> stay off at off night. There, and there's certain <laughs> when you've been doing certain things at night. Just do not tweet whatever yes, you do. Yes, exactly, 100%. <laughs> you said down to us at spring training, this team's going to surprise people. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, you're dead right, surprised everybody in baseball. Yeah, you know, there's there's uh, th- this team's got a lot of youthful energy. It's got a, a lot of youthful uh, chip on the shoulder like I had last year. And uh, for me, coming off last season, having that chip on my shoulder – it's so easy to recognize when guys are wanting to prove something. And uh, that energy is just flowing through the dugouts and the bullpens uh, in the locker room. So, I mean, there's just so much good energy to be had here. Um, and and it's exciting. And I felt that in spring training, and I feel that today. And um, I'm just glad we're, we're, we're back home finally. It feels like it was forever since we've been here. So, But how much does – the road trip, and we talked to David Force about this earlier, to where you guys are together, planes, buses, you know, the chemistry, getting to know each other, versus when you're at home, you guys all have your own lives. When you're on the road, there's more hanging out, playing cards, oh, all yeah. that. What does that do for the chemistry, especially this first road trip, three different cities? Oh, man, and, and the cities that we were playing in, too, um, you know, kind of forced us to – to be with one another um, in Philadelphia, um, you know those fans are, are really good at, at getting on you, and so you know coming <laughs> coming coming you know from experience coming from Philadelphia, you know you gotta you gotta be able to ignore it and gotta be able to move move forward and, and keep playing and um, you know that's just having each other's back and, and Philadelphia was a good test for us and, and brought us close pretty quick um, because we started laughing about what you know 
guys were hearing in the outfield, guys were hearing at the plate. I was hearing, you know, in the bullpen warming up. So, you know, it's it's that camaraderie definitely comes from adversity. Um, and that first series in Philadelphia, Tampa's a good ball club, and, and we went in there and, and played some good baseball. And, um, you know, everyone's clicking. And then Toronto, I, I never felt like we were out of the games that we lost. And, and, uh, and man, Christian Pache is just one heck of a ball player to watch every single day. Um, and his walk-off really brought a lot of us uh, some good chemistry, and uh, we're, we're glad to have him. Now, I think A's fans getting to see him now will understand. I just didn't see much of him at spring training, and then you watch him on TV. Well, he walked by here, and I know I looked it up, like 6'2", 215. He's not a little dude. He's a no. good-sized guy, and to have yeah. that kind of athleticism for that size. Oh, and he plays with a lot of uh, kid-like energy is what I like to – what I'm going to coin it, I guess, is is he he's he's playing like it's – he's 12 years old and going going all out for everything. Um, he makes he makes some fly balls look really easy to catch. It's it's pretty pretty fun to watch uh, day in and day out. It's it's He's a young player, still has a lot to learn, but – Good night. It's a lot of fun to it's a lot of fun to watch. Wouldn't you say if you put like maybe five more pounds, a little more? I mean, he looks like a free safety. Yeah, um, I definitely wouldn't want to line up against him. No, um, you know, if I if yeah, I don't play football, so yeah, we're not going to talk about that because uh, he's a he's an absolute stud. Like he he can absolutely play probably any sport that he was trying to trying to do. Like. It, it, but I mean, like I said, like his his strength, his his abilities, is just fun and it's so raw. And the more at bats, the more reps he's gonna get. He's only gonna get better, and it's gonna be a lot of fun to to play alongside him for as long as as long as we can. Pitchcom, how much have you used it? Do you like it? Hate it? Where are we with that? I like it. Uh, for someone that works really quick already. Yes, um. by the way, you were, I remember talking about it. it's getaway day. He's throwing strikes, man. Because you, know, you got to remember, the worst thing about long games are for this guy who's mm-hmm. got to be on after the game. Right. So when it's a long – it's like – so when I know you're on the mound, I'm like, sweet. Yeah, no, I, I love I love pitch, working quick, pitching quick. I have a little philosophy. Um, you know, every, every 13 seconds it – ta- it takes every 13 seconds for a hitter to forget a pitch. Um, so – I try to be within that time frame, trying to release the next pitch in, in that time frame. So that pitch calm, man, that's speeding me up even more. So I actually had to take a step back. And believe it or not, I had no practice going into Philadelphia with it. And I used it. I just I said, I'm going for it. It doesn't matter if we got to use fingers. Eventually we can um, if it doesn't work. But here we are. We're, we're using it. I like it. Um, I've kind of found my tempo with it. Um, you know, it took that first outing to really get it under my belt. Um, and uh, I kind of, not necessarily regret, but I, I, I regret using it during during spring, trying it out. Um, I, I wasn't, I guess, I didn't ask for it because I wouldn't, didn't think it was all that useful. And then Jeffries really spoke highly of it, and uh, I tried it, and I said, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it in a game. I don't, there's no reason to wait and try to test it in a bullpen because that's not realistic. So, no. so I, I went for it, and I, I love it. I probably. Will, probably use it the rest of the year so it's a device folks that has nine buttons on it and it's got all your pitches well if you don't have not well i guess with locations or the catcher presses it and it'll say fastball outside let's say and then yeah. you hear it 
up the middle guys here at center fielder, shortstop, second base. What does it sound like in your ear? It's very monotone. Um, I wish, I wish, okay, if there was a button that could be like, if you made a stupid decision, could be like, why did you throw that pitch? You know, like I wish do there was a not throw. Yeah, like, it. like or no, no, or like it. after you, you know, you throw, you hang danger, a slider. Danger, danger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you throw you you throw a slider, you hang it, and you're like, way to go, ding dong. You know, like <laughs> I think it'd be so funny just to have I, I one, have my, one of those buttons in there. Have and my it's a voice, voice on over there something. and go, Cole, are, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> you threw what <laughs> to who? <laughs> That's 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 kind of I want a little comedic <laughs> yeah. relief in there. Well, I think what does that the voice be, sound like? It's very monotone. Like it's it's fastball, low inside. That's how it sounds. I tried my best with the monotone there. So it's like fastball, high and inside. Yeah. Okay. That's cutter. Now, if it's I'm very, a it's very bland. There's no pizzazz to it. Now, I, I know everybody's freaking out from the standpoint of, let's say I'm a shortstop and I now start to position myself all the time because I'm hearing all of this. But I'm thinking, man, if we're at that point, if a hitter's got all that going on in his head, and as you said, 13 seconds. Where did you come up with 13 seconds? Um, I, I learned that when I was at Oregon. Um, the Our mental our mental coach, uh, Ken Revisa, who's no longer with us, uh, he – he said that in a meeting, and I wrote down. I have, still have the notes from from when I was there. They're they're in my office at home in North Carolina, and and I go through them from time to time just to make sure I don't forget some things. And um, that was something that I've always remembered. And I met. I remember that from my freshman year of college. Um, Thirteen seconds for a hitter to forget a pitch, for him to reset. So if a hitter's routine between pitches is thirteen seconds or more, that's probably why. He's trying to reset and forget about the pitch. So I lot. swing through one of your breaking balls. I'm going to sit there for 13 seconds. How the un, hell did un, I miss un, that? Unknowingly, you're going to be thinking about the pitch that you just swung at. Or I might be not happy. Yeah. I mean, just just, just the, the mentality alone to try to get over a previous pitch that you may have probably should have hit or maybe you should have put in place. So whatever it may be, like just the, just the thinking between it, even if he takes – that pitch is still registering. I think that 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 time, if he doesn't swing and just and just watches it go to the plate, I think that time is a little less. But um, it, it's all the same, you know. Every pitch has a, has a, has a important impact. I think there's something great about that. Think about this. I was listening to two ex players today on SiriusXM on the way up here, and they were complaining about certain things that. You know, baseball is trying to speed the game up, and they're, you know, hey, just listen, it takes three hours plus. It's baseball. It's like, no, you guys play like slugs. They're position players. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys play so slow, it's just a reality. If we really want to speed up the game, the old school players played in two hours. Yep. You now play in three hours. You have added an hour to games because of how slow you are. And I'm thinking about that, yeah, when you – you got a hitter up there. If I'm getting up there and I'm, and I'm you and I want to pump it and I want to get it and go, mm -hmm. no wonder I'm making him so comfortable because he wants to take forever at the dish. Well, and the other thing is, too, is keeps your defense on the toes, too. Yeah. And I like pitching to contact. I like making weak contact. And sometimes, I, you know, I give up hits down the lines and, and weak contact happens and where it's hits. But I want them to be engaged, too. And if I'm working slow, you get distracted, a little, a little bit more distracted, a little bit easier just because, you're, you know, 
you're just taking your time. And so I think the faster we go, the 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 more I'm ready to pitch, the guys behind me will be ready. And and it hasn't proved me wrong yet. You know, I sometimes I do need to slow it down. I do work too quick sometimes, <laughs> and uh, it, that can be a down downside. But um, at the end of the day, it's it's you know. It's just something I believe in, and I believe it works, and it's something that's got me here. And and that's I'm, I'm not going to change who I am. Um, if guys want to slow me down, I actually thank you. Like that's how I think about it because you're giving me time to take an extra breath, and so that's going to help me execute even better. So slowing me down doesn't help either. So it's kind of like that's that's the mentality behind it. It's very it's very aggressive, and I'm really trying to be more aggressive this season. So um, I'm trying to stick with that mentality, trying to be in that pitch calm is absolutely helping 100% um, me be ready. Let's end on this. You right now on this set compared to you last year on this set, what's different about you as a player, as a man, as a person? A lot has changed. How is life different? Uh, I know who I am. I know who I'm not. I know what I can do. I know what I cannot do. And uh, I will always try to get 1% better each day. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, sometimes your body needs to rest. And sometimes you need to listen to your body sometimes. And I love golfing. I love I love being able to go out and play. I need, I'm need. i listening to my body this year. I'm going to play less golf this year. I get a little tired at the end of last season. Um, so uh, I know what my body needs. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of, I, I've proved that I can pitch at this level. Now it's just, just sustaining that, and that's 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 my objective this year is be aggressive in sustaining my velocity throughout the season, sustaining my success that I had last year, and uh, help this young group um, be confident in themselves too. Um, you know, I, I, I know I'm still on the low end of the totem pole in terms of service time here, and um, – you know, maybe me- middle, I guess, here technically <laughs> with all the young guys we have. With the but, A's, it's a whole but, different deal. But in all, the, in all, all the same, like, I still have a lot of respect for the veterans. I still go to them for a lot of questions that I do have. Um, but I'm not afraid to help a younger guy um, that I was in their position last season with an opportunity to prove something. Um, and that's, that's the goal this year is I have a little bit more confidence and, and trust in my abilities. And you say something, you're a good interview, and that's why the fans request you. I appreciate that. And I thank you, fans. I'm excited for, for this opening series. I'm excited for this season. It's going to be a very fun year um, for Oakland A's baseball. It's going to be youthful. It's going to be a lot of energy every night, and we're going to bring it. Good luck tomorrow night. Appreciate it. Good stuff. The lefty, he works fast, fast games. You absolutely love it. And then how about a guy whose story comes out and then it becomes viral. The struggles and what he's overcome to get to the big leagues, here's Seth Brown. Seth Brown is going to join us here as we're getting you ready for game two of the four-game set between the Athletics and the Baltimore Orioles. And Seth, obviously a big part of what's going on in the lineup today, going to be playing right field for the A's. And really, as you look, one of the more veteran players for the Athletics and it's always great to have them back here on A's Cast Live. And it's, you know, it's so nice for us to be back on, like, what we call our set, have you back on our program. By the way, we're now 
got video going on this. Oh, phenomenal. We have stepped our game up since the last time <laughs> you were here. How have you been? Oh, it's been awesome. It's been good. Um, man, just excited to be home, especially after starting on the road. Um, yeah, it's always good to be back in Oakland. Like, how weird was that? You go from Arizona to Philly to Tampa, Toronto, get on a flight, come back here, got to be ready to go the next day. Yeah. You haven't been. I don't know if you kept the same spot as last year. Well, I mean, some of these guys have never even been to Oakland in their life. I mean, yeah. what, what, what was that like for the team? Honestly, I, I think it was a really good thing. Um, obviously, uh, got a lot of new guys, like you said, and a chance for everybody to kind of get to know each other. Uh, good long road trip. And, um, you know, obviously meeting everybody as you go along, getting to know each other, doing some team dinner, all that stuff. Um, so I think it was really good to start out on the road, especially with all the new guys. Um, uh, just to kind of meet and greet everybody and uh, welcome everybody. And so it's uh, it's been pretty fun so far, and it's uh, it's going to be exciting as we go along. Yeah, we talked to David Force about this yesterday on the show where, you know, the media will be like, oh, my God, they got to go on this road trip. And you try to explain to people, when you're on the road with the team, you know, you think about the flights, you think mm-hmm. about cards and the different stuff that you guys do, oh, yeah. buses, hotels, you know, you guys are really getting to know each other because spring training is so weird, right? You know, you position players, pitchers, everybody's kind of doing their own thing. But on the road is a great bonding experience. Talk about how you guys can use that experience to bond. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like you said, you know, you get to spend these, I mean, especially when you're flying across the country. You know, there's a long flights. Um, you know, you get to sit down, play some cards with the boys, um, you know, and like going to team dinner and just really kind of creating those bonds that you're going to – that are only going to get stronger throughout the season, you know, and – uh, learning where people are coming from, all this stuff. Um, and I think road trips, I mean, when you're at home, everybody's kind of, like you said, doing their own, living in their own apartments and doing their own thing. But when you're on the road, you're, you're with everybody 24-7, you know, in the same hotel, uh, taking the same bus to the field. So it's it's just an awesome time and to, to really spend that good quality time with your teammates that you need, um, especially, you know, starting the season with all those new guys that we have, you know, and they're all – phenomenal people up and down and um you know i think the biggest thing that we found from this road trip especially you know for for me is how hungry everybody is i mean every one of these guys has got a fire in their stomach and bringing it every day um you know and it's going to take a whole team effort this year and and i think we got a good group of guys and um you know talent up and down and um it's going to be fun to see everybody especially as we get keep playing and keep more games we go and uh, I think everybody's going to get closer and closer, and it's going to be a fun season. Yeah, I think about a guy like yourself. You got a young family, so you yeah. know when you're at home, you, you know, once you leave here, you got stuff you got to do. So being on the road gives you more time with your teammates. And I, I, I love how you brought up hungry because I've been saying on this show and on the post game show, going, listen, a lot of these guys, including yourself. You're getting the opportunity to play every day. Yes. So whether guys are traded, mm-hmm. whether someone's on a COVID list, anybody who shows up here every day, you got to realize you're getting a very, very special opportunity. Absolutely. So anybody showing up, it's like hell on wheels, let's go. Absolutely. No, and that's fun to watch and it's fun to be a part of because it's like you said, any day you get to play is a special day, you know, um, and getting to do that. Uh, throughout this year, you know, obviously we've already had some little adversity here, especially with the COVID stuff. But, you know, I, I think we were prepared for that mentally and we're prepared for it physically. So it's it, it's definitely fun to watch um, everybody bring that fire every day. And, you know, and it's not something that's that leaves either. It's cool to to see it day in and day out. So, um, you know, with that continuing through the season, I, I think it's sky's the limit for us. It's amazing when someone's story gets out mm-hmm. as yours recently has. <laughs> yeah. 
and then everybody like flocks to it like you were in gravel oh my <laughs> god you quit baseball and then you go back yeah. to college and, and you go through it and you stayed with it and everything yeah when something like that goes viral i don't know if that ever happened to you before but no. how many people reached out what was that like when one all of a sudden people now know your story um you know it, it's 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 very cool. Um, it's you know it's it was a, a little different for me because uh, you know that's stuff I normally kind of keep to myself and um, you know play my cards pretty close uh, close to my chest. But um, you know I, I think the biggest thing that I've been doing the last few years is uh, I, I love talking to to schools and um, kids who who grew up in a small area like I did. You know Climate Falls and um, my wife being a teacher just gives me that that opportunity to go talk to as many schools as I can, as many kids as I can, whether it's travel teams 900 travel teams or fourth grade classes or whole schools you know um, just to just to kind of put those ideas and those thoughts in 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 those kids heads that you know life it's not it's not easy and especially when you have a a big dream and I always urge every kid to have a big dream and I always tell them if if your dream if somebody isn't laughing about how big your dream is it's not big enough Um, and you know obviously put those thoughts in your head that you, you have to start building those good foundations now and start choosing who you're hanging out with and all this stuff just to give them an idea that it's not going to be easy and that's okay that it's not easy. Um, you know, and I, I share, you know, a little bit of my story too with them just to let them know that it's like, Hey, it, you know, if, if a guy from climate falls can do it and, you know, quit baseball and all this stuff, you know, any, anybody can, can do anything as long as you're just willing to keep moving forward, you know, and that's what it comes down to. And that's what I try and get out to kids is, it, it's not going to be easy, and that's okay that it isn't. You just got to keep moving forward and keep moving forward. So um, it was definitely a cool opportunity, you know, and I, and I hope that anybody that hears it and anybody that listens to it, um, you know, they get that, that thought from it. It's like, you know, it's okay to be in a, in a situation, but you just got to keep moving and keep going forward and, and do something every day that puts you a little bit closer to it. Um, so, you know, it's, that's what I get out of it, and that's what I hope people who hear it get out of it. Yeah, you want kids to follow their dreams, and they Absolutely. need to understand that, you know, you don't want to quit and always pursue what you love. I mean, for myself, you know, life changes, right? You're still young. I just turned 50, and all of a sudden you just re- you go, God, I'm 50, right? And mm. you're like, I, you know, I'm now seeing I only have X amount of years probably left in my career before I'm going to want to retire and yeah. life has changed. I got kids who are now looking at colleges and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like to install in these young kids, and that's why I love what you're doing, to say, look at me. I never stopped. I kept doing yeah. it. I kept believing. You know, there was a blip. Oh, yeah. You had that hurdle, yes. but you got over that hurdle. And look, I'm mm-hmm. in the big leagues. And you know what? Everybody's not going to make the big leagues. Not mm-hmm. everybody's going to have the greatest job in the world, but mm-hmm. your entire life, you can't stop. You always got to keep striving to achieve absolutely and that's that's a big thing from my story is at one point i i had forgotten about professional baseball i was just you know what it i kind of have put that in a i put that out of reach my own you know my my decisions and where i'm at that's that's gone so let's focus on what i can focus on here i can still play and i love playing baseball i got an opportunity to play in college met my uh my college coach jeremiah robbins who changed my life completely um and once i started focusing on those things the rest kind of took care of itself, you know, and that's, uh, um, I, I try to explain it to kids the best I can. When you focus so much on what you want and, and what you don't have, it takes away from what you're doing in everyday life. And I found that out, um, that when I started focusing on my everyday life and everyday activities that I was doing and putting my hundred percent into those little things, the big things started taking care of themselves. And, um, so, you know, that and it's just uh, it's pretty cool because you do see kids that, that start asking questions about this kind of stuff, you know, and it's awesome to me that I'm already reaching those kids because, you know, when I was their age, I wish I had somebody telling me these these things that are going to happen and things that aren't going to go my way. 
and, and, and things that are going to put you in situations that are going to be hard. But when you can focus on those things and forget about keep you know keep your dreams on the back burner and always know that you're there. But you got to put everything you have into what you're doing every single day. You know, when I'm sitting out here or I'm up in the booth doing all the different shows that I do and I'm talking about, hey, listen, the A's are tied for the lead and run score. They have the best uh, average with runners in scoring position and you got to get behind this team. They'll be like, ah, there's the talk show guy. (laughs) You tell me, forget me. You tell me why people should be buying into this team. By the group of guys we have, um, you're never going to see a team that puts that leaves it out there more than we do. you know, Kotze's been talking to us from day one. I mean, we, we are going to fight for every inning and every pitch that we have. Um, and I think that's what makes baseball exciting, and that's what makes this team so fun to watch is, um, you know, when you got guys that are in it every single pitch and are leaving it out there every single pitch, it makes baseball fun, makes it exciting, and, you know, I think it's definitely people or something that people can get behind, and it's uh, it's special to watch. And, uh, you know, all the, obviously all the things you're listing, uh, that's just a byproduct of everybody fighting for every pitch, um, and it's fun to be a part of. Is it weird, like, when you're in the clubhouse and you're walking around and you go, God, I'm one of the longest tenured guys here? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it it is a little different from last year. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, baseball is such a cool sport for that because last year I asked as many questions and I learned as much as I could from the guys that have been around the game for so long. So that's an opportunity to pass all that stuff that they taught me and the stuff that they talked about with me down. And that's what's so cool about baseball. You know, and we still have Elvis – and, and a few other guys that have been around the game a long time and so much knowledge there that, I, I mean, I'm still picking his brain every single day. Uh, you know, obviously picking up votes. I'm picking up votes or picking up votes brain every single day because those are, that's a lot of knowledge and a lot of stuff that can be passed down, and that's what baseball is. And um, So it's pretty cool to see, you know, last year having all these veterans around, being able to pick their brains and listen to them talk about the game and watch them. And now I'm able to, you know, any chance I get, if I see something that I, a place I was in last year, um, I can now – use some of that knowledge and, and hopefully help somebody else along. So uh, that's why baseball is the best game in the world to me is you, you, there's so much knowledge and you're always learning and it's, there's always somebody to pass it to. You know, you, you look at the guy that, that's playing center field right now and you think yeah. about Pache and mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be in center. You're actually going to be in left tonight. The oh, yeah. lineup just came out, but you've been playing right. Mm-hmm. Let's end on this. Yeah. What we see, you know, now that we're here – Decent-sized kid. He's got some yeah. size. He's got speed. Yeah. Tell us what you've seen so far and how good can this kid be? Oh, it, it, he's – it's fun to watch him play. I mean, you guys see it every night. I mean, it's like it's like he's teleporting to the ball out there. Uh, so, it's fun to watch. And, um, you know, he's he, he's just having fun with it. And it's it's fun to watch him and it's exciting to watch him. And um, I'm excited for what the season has for him. It's uh, He's a special player and he's a special guy. He's, he's an awesome dude. Um and uh, always got a smile on his face. So it's just it's fun watching him have fun out there playing the game hard. Well, we appreciate the time, and I'm so glad your story got out there because it touched a lot of people. And sometimes, you know, when you think about all the stuff that goes on in between the lines is great, but, you know, mm-hmm. as a man, you can sit back and touch other people, especially kids. And as you mentioned, your wife's a teacher, my wife's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can touch kids, that means a lot. So Absolutely. we – it's, you know – Great to have you back on the field. It's great Absolutely. to have Lester back on the field because I know we've talked on the phone a few times, but uh, having you on the program. But it's great to see you again. And, yeah, it's good to see you uh, Continued guys. success, and we're going to be pumping up and keep this thing rolling Absolutely. and uh, enjoy every minute. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for the time. Well, we'd love to thank Sheldon Noisy, Elvis Andrus, Cole Irvin, and Seth Brown for joining us here on A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.